All right. Good morning. And welcome to another day, another meditation. I'm going to be just popping the music on. So we have some um, of the sound bath here to support us as we move through um, through our body and through our mind. Um, yeah, today we're going to be going over some of the uh, stuff that we talked about yesterday, which was um, we were talking about dependency. So really getting to know um, how we are dependent, uh, what we are dependent on, and our dependent process, because it is so important to understand where we're coming from so that when we move forward, we can understand where we're, where we're going to and why, why, like, why we feel the way we feel. Um, but besides for also being able to spot why we feel what we feel, it's thinking about like organization in general. Um, organizing in general is as simple as like when we are building a closet, right? Or a space to organize our stuff. The point of that is so that we could really just know where things go so we can put them in the right place when the time is right. Okay. So, um, all right, so, so we will begin. So we're going to take three inhales here. So I invite you here to take your first inhale, intentional inhale, through the nose, placing the tongue at the roof of the mouth, softening the eyes, really allowing yourself to be super gentle, inhaling into the abdomen, Filling the body, noticing where you are, and softly exhaling here. Softening the eyes and the jawline, really allowing yourself to approach with softness. Taking another inhale, going at your own pace. Softening when you can and when available. Exhaling just as slow as the inhale. Emptying completely as if you were opening windows and just allowing the air to circulate. One more inhale here. Fill the body. When you get to the top of that inhale, give yourself permission to pause and then inhale some more. Notice if there is room available. And then exhale. 
right? If you have it available to you, just make yourself as comfortable as possible going into this meditation. The goal of making yourself comfortable is to have less distraction. The more comfortable you are, the easier it is to tap into the positive and your strengths rather than your weaknesses. So just notice where you are today. And then we're going to add some stillness to that. So as we move through this, we're gonna connect to some stillness as well. So today we're gonna tap into the concept of adapting, and this is a build on yesterday's class. I'm going to go over some of the stuff from yesterday, but we're going to build on top of it. So we're going to talk about bitachon and the concept of bitachon in itself. Bitachon, um, the Ben Ishchai says, has the source words of tov and chen. Tov is good and chen is a sense of charm or beauty. And the thing is, when we think about the word tov in itself, tov is like, it's just good. I feel like good is, an, is, is like an equal word. Like it's, it's a neutral word. So, but the thing is to access betachon in itself, right, is this trust in a higher power. It's part of the future. Is like moving into the future. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about a sense of consciousness and the physical, the emotional, and then the mental part of our processes, whereas the physical has the sense of dependency. We depend on our breathing. We depend on eating and sleeping. So from a physical sense, there is quite a bit of dependency. On an emotional level, which is unconscious, we have the emotions. And sometimes we will connect the emotions to attachments. And the reason is, is because we don't know any different. So because we are so used to the process of dependency when it comes to eating, sleeping, and the things we do physically, on an emotional level, we become dependent on our past which ends up challenging moving into the future. And that's really where attachment comes in and where we struggle with moving ourselves forward. So the goal is today is to really tap into how do we move forward? How do we, how do we unstuck ourselves and how do we, gain the confidence to be able to make the decisions where we're facing forward rather than backward. 
So we're going to talk about adapting. So the present, right, the present is a result of our past. Depending on what you've done in the past is what you're going to experience today. A really great tip that I give uh, that I've heard um, in businesses is that wherever you are today is a result of what you've done three months ago. So depending on the investment, right, the organization that you've been able to curate is where you're going to find yourself today. So how, how do we move forward? How do we move forward without dragging the past with us? And that's really where, when we're able to do the avodah Belave, which is this heart practice, right? So it's, it's, it's spending this time within the body itself, really knowing that your sensations are there to ground you. Your sensations are there to create awareness. But for so many of us, we struggle with spending time with ourselves, which ends up creating a habit of not being familiar with who we are, which then makes it difficult to adapt. Because if we're unsure about the pieces of the puzzle, we can't figure it out. Um, I was once helping somebody uh, organize a closet. They had this really big toy closet. And they just kept on buying toys. And they were like, it's crazy because the mess is just so overwhelming. But they wanted their children to be spoiled for choice. And they were struggling because... The children that were stepping into the room were not spending enough time in there. And then the cleanup, there was just piles and piles. So she asked me, she's like, should I just pay an organizer? And I said, well, the organizer would be nice. But the question is, if you spend some time with yourself in that room and sit sit with yourself or even with the kids and observe their behavior, you'll be able to understand simple points, right? By simplifying rather than the first thing we do is jump into this thing where we're like, oh my gosh, it's such a big problem, but rather quiet the noise and figure out the practicality of the room. And there were a few components. She had toys all the way up to the ceiling and she had jumbo size of everything. So everything was in these large, large buckets. And I said, for, I said, observe the size of a two-year-old. How much weight do you think a two-year-old can carry as well? And then for a two-year-old's capacity in their mind, how much of, do you think they have focus to clean up? And what we did was we started to create smaller bug tubs. And then according to the child's size or what they would play with, right? So what they can reach, we organized it accordingly. 
in life in itself, so much of what we are trying to do, we don't know how to apply practically. So much of the experience in itself is connected to what others think, what others might think, what other might what others might do. And what happens there is there's so much of this external projection or the past projection where we're looking behind us rather than really sitting with ourselves and analyzing, right? So analyzing what is actually going on. So through meditation in itself, when we are able to sit quietly, when there are no other distractions, we can, like this woman, we can sit in front of this room and just start to analyze. And what this does, it, it helps us advance. So just like with this room, there's going to be less of a mess to clean up. As I say, like less damage control. You know, in Western society, we are so busy with damage control. So we can minimize that and really put intentional focus on what we do moving forward. And that's really where Kavana comes in, which is Kavana is the same, is focus, right? Is intention. And it has the same root word as Kivun, which is a direction, right? And then, so it's really understanding that when we, it's not the action that gets us there, but the intention, so back to the bitachon thing. Bitachon plays a, and and emuna really play a really really powerful role in this. And what that is is trusting, trusting in the future, and less attachment to the past. Trusting that things will work themselves out. So there's yes, there's this higher power connection in I trust. But what that does is on a practical level is it frees up the space of worry. And so back to the Benish Chai. So he was he says that like Hashem gives us these gifts on a day-to-day -day basis. And when we release ourselves of thinking about the consequences of the past, what ends up happening is, is we are really, really freeing ourselves to... Number one, be present and be open to the main goal, which is the essence of being able to receive even though it makes no sense. But that's the only way we can really transcend and move into making moves into the future and evolving. So by bringing awareness, we are setting ourselves free. What ad adaptation has is 
the ability to navigate, the ability to move, to create free-flowing movement. So as we move into the experience of flow, and the reminder we get is really from even the basics of inhaling and exhaling, that is really where the essence of what we're created to do is it's the constant reminder by inhaling and then exhaling. What we're doing is, is we're allowing for the next inhale to come in. It's very interesting because you can really tell how somebody's doing by just monitoring their breathing. You can tell if they're struggling with holding on. You can tell if they're struggling with something mental or emotional just by observing the breathing. And for so many of us, when we're not breathing correctly, we are creating this like trapped sensation and which creates a challenge to let go. So when we're trying to let go, the first thing we need to do is create a sense of stillness in the body. For so many of us, instead of pausing, creating that stillness, we jump to solution-based. We're looking for an action or a reaction or a solution, which are really all the same thing. But when we pause and we ask ourselves the right questions, Rather than focus on this is a problem, we ground ourselves within our body. And begin to observe if we are focusing on the future, on the past, on trying to secure something, realistic or unrealistic. Are we in our minds or in our body? And one of the most important questions you can ask yourself when it comes to adapting is, do I have trust in the process? So rather than asking yourself if you have confidence to get through it, it's asking yourself if you have trust One of the most important things for so many of us that we forget is that with every action, everything we end up navigating through, there's a sense of siyata dishmaya, which is a divine intervention that is available to us as soon as we are open to moving into that space. So when we also know that it's not just 
what we're going to come up with, right? There are so many defining factors. Rather than focusing on what's wrong or right, really processing the circumstance. Coming back into yourself and really diving deep into the honesty of how are you feeling? Does this align with me? Really bringing in, inviting that transparency, grounding yourself in your body and consulting with yourself. Divine intervention also really helps us. This Burtziata Deshmaya also helps us know that we can learn to trust ourselves as well. You know, it says every single one of us are created, and it says ma'at melokim, which means that we are created with just a little bit less than God. That means for every single one of us, we have been downloaded with all the characteristics that Hashem has just a little bit less than God. So whenever there's there's something that we're supposed to be doing, we have to understand that there is this godly experience that is connected to that. So we have to just trust that we can access it. And between that and the Siata Dishmaya, where we're open, really open to experiencing the future, right? Open to moving into the future. But this is only available if we can adapt. Now, one of the easiest things with adaptation is also the less stuff you have to adapt to, the easier adapting becomes, right? So think of it almost from a minimalistic perspective of being a minimalist, right? The less stuff you have, the easier it is to move. When we're talking about like emotional or spiritual or even physical adaptation, we have to think about the characteristics that build the challenge to adapt. And a lot of that is identity and ego. How much of your life is you investing in an idea of yourself or who you are or the potential of others liking you or success? rather than investing it in you personally. The only person that can answer that is you. And if you're unsure, this is stuff we meditate over. This is the stuff we can do. We can analyze when there's quiet. But also, one of the easiest ways to spot some, you know, heavy baggage 
or an overload or the thing that might be in your way is when you are in that space where you find I am having a difficulty moving forward. So I'm having difficulty loving this person. I'm having difficulty putting food on the table. I'm having difficulty loving myself. You know, personally for me, just going to give a personal example. If this puts it into any context, you know, being a little overweight, being like, I can only love my body if. I can only buy new clothes when. These are little things that are ego-related where they stand in the way of me loving myself completely. So whenever we're facing one of those, we know that what we're doing is, is we're facing either something from the past or conditioning that might not be necessary. So just doing a little bit of spring cleaning, organizing like it was a closet, making sure that everything has a place and everything in your life is useful. A great mantra you can use as you challenge, really invite the challenge of, can I adapt? Am I having trouble adapting? Or I want to adapt is to say, is this supportive? But back to something I brought up a couple weeks ago with that first emotion and the second emotion, right? The secondary emotion. You want to make sure that you're sticking with the emotion in itself rather than the, than the story. So you can ask yourself the question, is this useful? If the answer is yes or no, you shut it down after that. Don't allow the because or the ifs, or the reasons to escort that, because then again, you go straight into your head and you get distracted rather than being completely in your body and completely aware. So just using that mantra is, you know, is this, is this supportive to me being comfortable in myself? Does this allow me to be comfortable in my body? Or is this excessive? Does this help me adapt? Thank you so much for joining me today on this journey to adapting, to finding ourselves. I am Esther, your host, and this is an Ujjayi self-care meditation. Good luck adapting today. All right, how did that feel? <laughs>